Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back. Happy Friday, Friday evening podcast. My name is Max McGuire. A little late to air. I don't know if this has ever happened. Phil and Phil and producer Zach, I guess, was going to rest his eyes for a little bit. Zach, why don't you turn on your microphone, explain to everyone what just happened, because I don't quite understand what just happened. Uh, I closed my eyes for a little bit, and uh, <laughs> it was about five minutes too long for my eyes to be closed, so I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. It reminds me of my great-grandfather. My great-grandfather would sit in his recliner chair, and whenever I would be over at his house, I'd say, oh, Max, I'm just going to rest my eyes for a bit. And he was always going to fall asleep. <laughs> It's all right, Zach. Uh, I'm just glad you woke up. <laughs> I was I getting a little apologize. lonely. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so our number eight, let's see if, if sleepy Zach can also manage the phones. Phone lines are fixed. 888-441-1121 is our call-in number. Call in open line Friday. We haven't done an open line Friday in a while. So I want to hear from you. Call in 888-441-1121. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what you think about what's going on in the country. Lots of different stories this week to talk about. We're also going to talk about Tiki Gate today. Tiki Gate. That was the left's attempt to gin up some controversy by sending a bunch of fake white supremacists to a Yunkin rally in Virginia, dressed as, I guess, white supremacists, carrying Tiki torches, Tiki Gate. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today and a couple other topics, but I want to hear what you want, what you think. About all the topics of the week, everything going on in the news, 888-441-1121. And it is also Happy Hour Friday. We do this on Fridays. A little bit more laid back. So I, of course, as always, have my yingling beer. So let me know what you are drinking in the comment section if you are partaking. No, not going to be any beer tornadoes tonight. I got reprimanded for the beer tornadoes. I'm not allowed to do beer tornadoes anymore. <laughs> maybe, maybe later. But yeah, 888-441-1121 is our number. I guess we can start with the news of the week from Racine County, Wisconsin. I probably mispronounced it. A year-long investigation from their sheriff's department, county sheriff's department, found that there was a coordinated effort within nursing homes to illegally vote on behalf of residents, even residents that... We're not lucid, had dementia or incapable of actually deciding who to vote for on their own. Instead, instead of following the law, the law states that there must be a, I forget the word that they use. There has to be like a trained uh, elections official to go to the nursing home to help them vote. It can't just be anyone or a family member, a trained election official or a family member. But yeah, no, they suspended that because of the virus. And sure enough, a bunch of people, elderly people in nursing homes had their votes votes stolen, including a couple of people who were dead, deceased, vote on their behalf. And this was one county in Wisconsin, not even the most populous county. So talk a little bit about that. 
Um, Patriot Man says, was it really the Lincoln Project that staged the false flag? They're admitting that it was them. If we can put up image 12, Mr. Producer, image 12. This is the statement that the Lincoln Project put out. They say, Glenn Youngkin has said, President Trump represents so much of why I am running. Youngkin proves it every day by trying to divide Virginians using racial code words like critical race theory, yada, yada, yada. They then admit, they say, today's demonstration was our way of reminding Virginians what happened in Charlottesville four years ago. So they admit that it was a demonstration. They admit that it was a demonstration. It was fake. There we go. They admit it was a demonstration. That was all fake. We knew it was fake. Well, we'll start with that one. Let's go ahead and, and put up image three. Take this down, put up image three. This is what I'm talking about. And the left just basically went, took off running with it. Five people dressed in slacks and a white shirt and apparently like camouflage hats, all wearing sunglasses, showed up at a Yunkin for Governor event holding tiki torches. Now they were in the rain. You can see it is very heavily raining there. So not the smartest, not the sharpest tool in the shed showing up with sunglasses and tiki torches in a downpour. But we'll put that aside. The left went crazy over this. So, oh, wow, the white supremacists are out. White supremacists are out. <laughs> I mean, anyone looks at that, you can tell it's staged. You can look at that, you can see, okay, that's what happens when you tell a bunch of people, okay, bring your slacks and a white. It, it's just obviously it's staged. Come on. Come on. Come on. It might as well look like this. Take this down and put up image number four. It might as well have been this. It might as well have been image number four. Right? I mean, same deal. Look at it. <laughs> and that is a picture of the FBI agents who were at that J6 protest undercover. <laughs> Photoshop did. And whoever did this, did, oh, it's a decent job putting white shirts on them. But here's the thing. It didn't take a whole long to catch who these people were, allegedly. Put up image five. Turns out wearing a hat and sunglasses isn't the best way to hide your identity. They found that one of them was allegedly the young Virginia Dems financial director. <laughs> Got him. Go ahead, go to image six. <laughs> also pretty confident. Yeah, it turns out sunglasses and hat doesn't, doesn't stop it. Pretty confident that this woman was Colleen Walkenfeld. Yeah, there's a resemblance. Now, I, I can't say for certain that they are them, but there's certainly a resemblance. The crazy thing, the crazy thing. Yes, jurors in the comment section on DLive says, was that a black guy? Yes. Go ahead, put up image eight, Mr. Producer. Image number eight. <laughs> yes. This guy. Look at this. I want, <laughs> look at this. They brought a black guy as a white supremacist. <laughs> and he looks so pissed. He's like, why do I have to be here? <laughs> Everyone, put your best caption for this image in the comment section. I want to know your best caption for this image. Because what was making the rounds on social media was that he was Clayton Bigsby. If we take this down and put up image seven, Take this down, put up image seven. He's Clayton Bigsby. 
Now, if Clayton Bigsby, if that reference goes over your head, Clayton Bigsby is a famous Dave Chappelle character who was a black white supremacist because he was blind. And no one told this character he was blind, so he became a white supremacist. <laughs> now, just in case you've never seen it, since everyone's calling this guy Clayton Bigsby, I want to show you what they're referring to. Mr. Producer, play cut nine. Have sold over 600,000 copies combined. Despite his popularity, very few have ever seen him due to his reclusiveness. But in an effort to bring his message to a wider audience, he agreed to give his first public interview ever to Frontline. But getting to Mr. Bigsby was an odyssey in itself, riddled with backcountry hollies, shifty go-betweens, and palpable danger. Excuse oh. me. Not sure we're in the right place. We're looking for Clayton Bigsby. Well, look no further, fella. You found me. Uh, Clayton Bigsby, the author? What, you don't think I can write them books? Just because I'm blind don't mean I'm dumb. How could this have happened? A black white supremacist. Our search for answers led us here to the Wexler Home for the Blind, where Mr. Bixby spent the first 19 years oh, this of is his too life. Funny. Bridget the Democrats. Wexler is the home's headmistress. Oh. Well, he was the only Negro we'd ever had around here, so we figured we'd make it easier on Clayton by just telling him and all the other blind kids that he was white. And he never questioned it. <laughs> all right, oh my goodness. It's just so funny. Listen, you have a Democrat governor wearing blackface, and now the one who's trying to replace him sends a black kid as a white supremacist. I mean, come on. I have another clip. I have another clip from the Clayton Bigsby because it's it's just too it's too good not to play. Uh, Mr. Producer, play the next clip. Jews, homosexuals, Mexicans, Arabs, and all kinds of different chanks stink, and I hate it. I noticed you referred to uh, African Americans. <laughs> what exactly is your problem? How much time you got, buddy? <laughs> Where would I start? Well, first of all, they're lazy, good-for-nothing tricksters, crack-smoking swindlers, big butt-having, wide-nose-breathing-all-the-white-man's-air. They eat up all the chicken, they think they're the best dancers, and they stink. Oh, my goodness. Did I mention that before? <laughs> it's Clayton Bigsby. They sent Clayton Bigsby, the black white supremacist, out to protest. Oh, it's just too funny. And just again, put up image eight for everyone just joining us. This is what we're talking about. Image number eight. <laughs> Look how unhappy he looks. Look at how unhappy he looks to be there. <laughs> Straight out of Walmart tiki torches. I'm surprised they even took the tags off. You know that there's no kerosene in those tiki torches. <laughs> he just looks so unhappy. Like, how did I get dragged here? How did I get dragged here? Again, our number, 888-441-1121, if you want to call an open line Fridays, making fun of Democrats. Democrats are scared. You know how scared you have to be to send a black man to a Yunkin rally to pretend to be a white supremacist? Now, the Lincoln Project is taking credit for it, but it was amazing. As soon as this came out, as soon as this happened, 
every single like comms director or the comms director, all the, the different communications officials for <laughs> the McCall campaign immediately started tweeting it out. It's like they were they're ready to go. They knew it was going to happen. So whether or not it was actually Lincoln Project, it's very clear that they were in coordination in some way with the McAuliffe campaign. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to, to share it so quickly. Aunt T says, wonder what they pr promised for doing this. I didn't want to put it up because I didn't want to share any personally identifiable information. But some people have been combing through different um, election filings and have found that some of the people alleged to be standing in front of that bus have been paid in the past by campaigns, small amounts, like $10, $15, one-offs. Anytime you pay someone to work for the campaign, it has to be official, it has to be filed, go to the FEC. So the, some of the people alleged to be standing there, they got like one-off payments for like 10, 15 bucks. It's entirely possible that that is what they just got paid. Imagine, imagine, imagine getting paid 10 bucks to go be the black guy at the white supremacist rally and you're just forever mean. His, his life is ruined. I mean, not really. He'll, he'll always get a job as a Democrat. But <laughs> it's, it's going to be a while before people forget that face. And the reason they're doing this, again, the title, Democrats are really, really scared. The reason that they are really, really scared <laughs> is because latest Fox News poll Shows Yunkin up eight points, eight percent. Now, I, I, you can't take that to the bank. You can, still got to fight like hell. You got to fight and and run right through the finish line. But they are very, very scared. You do not send black people to pose as white supremacists. Do you think it was like a diversity hire? I've been thinking about this day, and more than I should have. I've been thinking about this, trying to figure out why they would send him. Is is diversity hire? Do they not have any other white people in the office? <laughs> I don't know. But it's, it's very, very strange. Very, very strange that they did that. But it was Clayton Bigsby. Clayton Bigsby to the rescue. 888-441-1121. We have a caller. Um, why don't we go ahead and bring Gammy on. Gammy, welcome to the show. Hey, hello. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Can you hear me? I can, I can I'm hear young, you. I say yo. I'm young. Can you hear me now? I'm young. I say yo. Yo, bo say yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking what do you, to you in Korean now. What do you think of Tiki Gate? Well, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm getting, you know, naughty in my head, thinking of things that I need to do. I called in to tell you, you made me about, just about pee my pants a minute ago with all that <laughs> laughing. <laughs> and and I'd like to catch up with everybody on the Gammy saga. What's what's the Gammy saga? Yeah, well, I've been up to a few things, Max. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that I need to increase the firsts that I do before the end of the year. You know, like uh, uh, you. Remember when I sent you the bull picture, my first mechanical yeah. ride, mm -hmm. my first yeah. ham, yeah. my first concealed, mm -hmm. and, and I'm taking self-defense classes with Monty now, okay? So mm -hmm. I dared a, a, a really strong person that I take them down in, in the next month with one of my moves from my self-defense. So I have mm -hmm. to apply myself 
but I've pulled another first. What was the and first? I sent you the picture. Uh, last oh. Saturday, I went on the range, you know, and I shot my first AR-15. There you go. How did it feel? And, well, the first shot, I thought I was going to crap my drawers. Forget peeing. It scared the crap out of me. You know, that power. Like, whoa. But then after the second shot, I'm like, ooh. And I hit my marks pretty good. You saw the picture, right? I, I do. If you, you, if you go ahead put up the screen. Yeah, if you put up the screen, I, we'll, we'll put it up right now. Um, okay. That, that's pretty because good. There's more, there's more to that story. But um, so I didn't know I could be that good with a big gun. I could hardly hold it. It was so heavy, you know. I had to figure out. I sat at a little table there, put my elbow down, and boom, bada-bing, bada-boom. It clicked, and I got two sets uh, targets, you know, to shoot at. Yeah. And by the end of it, we decided we are going to have to locate um, – um, we're going to have to locate me some some bird's nests or eagle's nests. So if I can't run like the boys, they could stick me in a little sniper nest. So if we get attacked by foreign enemies, they can put me up in the nest. And there boy, I think I can handle that. that. What do you think? I, I think he could. I, I think he could. But I mean, we, we just saw in that picture what the Democrats are going to be throwing up at us. I mean, those are the same people. Stinky torches? Yeah, tiki torches. <laughs> so well, I don't know if we know, need anyone in the crow's nest. I could get an air gun. I could get an yeah. air gun. That doesn't hurt from a long way. And shoot them in the butt. Get them going. They'll yeah. leave in a minute. Or, or, oh, there's a new thing we can do. We can just take, like, water guns with lots of power mm -hmm. and shoot them with skunk oil. What do you think about I that? I, I, ha I, ha I haven't heard about that one. But I bet you that would ruin their day. For sure. But it wouldn't be dangerous. It's just skunk, right? Smell. But it make them Yeah, sick. yeah, yeah. So then they'd have yeah, to leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but how, how are we going to get the skunk oil? Who's going who's gonna oh, to get the skunk oil? Now, wait a minute, Max. You're a Texas boy, are you not? <laughs> I'm not you getting no... I, I, I moved here like three oil? years ago. I moved here like three years oh. ago. I've never gotten no skunk oil. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I will research it and get back to you. I'll right. circle back to you next Friday night with skunk okay. oil whereabouts that we could put in water guns because that way it's not dangerous. We're not going to be bad, you know, can't be labeled. Guess what else I did for the first time? What, I'm, I'm nervous. What, what else did you do for the first time? And that's only the beginning. I got more. I'm making a whole bucket list now. OMG, yeah? I am going for gold. I spoke at the District 20 school board, and and Joe put it on his – I can't get my telegram yet. I can't get on. But he put it on his telegram, and a friend of mine showed it to me. There were 165 mm -hmm. nice people that said nice stuff to me. And you know what I did? It was for that little girl. They taped the muzzle on her face. Yeah. Do you remember that? Right? Yeah. So I remember that story. I put I put war, war tape, well, blue paint tape, under my eyes, tied my pigtails with painter tape. I put 
painter tape around my my right arm and my right leg for Nazi Germany because, you know, the yellow star and all that. And I went in there, signed up, and by golly, I got to speak. It was unreal. And we were labeled. Some lady got up there and was calling us QAnon and right-wing extremists. Here's a 71-year-old woman could hardly walk to yeah. this podium to speak, and I'm being, called, yeah. you know, claimed to be a radical. I'll give her a rectum rocket for a radical, but, you know, that's, you know. <laughs> I think but I know what I'm you mean, you. but I'm also nervous that I don't know what you mean. <laughs> well, it was, it's a, it's a, I'm just making a funny gesture. About, All right, I, know, you know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it could mean a lot of things, but, but this is what I've learned. I was frightened to go to that um, um, board of education, you know, to speak, but I actually had family in those schools. And then I was scared to go shoot the AR. That really had me, I mean, Max, there's a lot of power and responsibility, you know, but yeah. I've got to tell you, look, I'm not feeling, I'm only 71. There are people out there that can do this, that can do more. They have more money. They have yeah. more resources. I'm still out showing lease space. I'm working. I'm running the streets every chance I get and not the way you think. So don't you be getting that poopy <laughs> grin on your face. I can see it coming. Oh, Max, yeah. you're so bad. Well, well no, what, what I was thinking I of is – I pick up people, I would, Max, in the grocery store. Everywhere I go, hang on, hang on, I got a call. <clears throat> Everywhere I go, I grab somebody. Well, not really grab them, but I pull them over and talk to them and give them the rah. If I can do yeah. this, so can yeah. you. And here's our group. Come to a meeting. Go talk to your, you know, legislators, to your schools. And, and n nine out of ten are nice. One guy said to me, lady, you're screwed up. Go back to your Facebook page and shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell down. you, Gammy, you did a million times better if we put up my screen, Mr. Producer. I don't know if you if you remember reading about this. There was a Daily News reporter back in 2016 who wrote an article about what it was like to fire an AR-15 for the first time. And he said... I didn't see that. It, he said, it's horrifying, menacing and very loud he said it felt to me like a bazooka and sounded like a cannon i was just terrified you read this really? he he was terrified it, it it's like the funniest read i highly recommend that people go and read this whole thing um just uh, it's what what was it like to fire an ar-15 it's just so funny because yeah it, it can be intimidating going into it but after you start shooting it you realize that the recoil is not that bad right yeah, it, it, it can be loud, but the recoil is not that bad. It's not nearly as bad as, as some other rifles out there. Um, <laughs> it was just funny that he actually shot it and still thought it was terrifying. <laughs> well, he must not have had the rabbit ears on. You know, I went and bought myself yeah. a thing put on, put on your ears so you can hear the instructor talk to you, but you can't hear all of the power of the gunshot, right? Oh, oh he, here, here's the quote. Put my screen back up one more time. This is the quote I was, I was trying to find. Um, the recoil bruised my shoulder, which can happen if you don't know what you're doing. The brass shell casings disoriented me as they flew past my face. The smell of sulfur <laughs> and destruction made me sick. The explosions, loud like a bomb, gave me a temporary form of PTSD. 
For at least an hour after firing the gun just a few times, I was anxious and irritable. <laughs> OMG. Well, you know, now the shoulder thing, what I did was I shoved that thing into my shoulder, you know, like hard at, and put my shoulder, other elbow on the table. I, I wedged everything so it wouldn't go very far. But, yeah. and I did two sets of those target cards. And yes, the first shot was daunting for me, but I had those ears on, you know, to protect yeah. my ears. And I got to tell you, Max, after the second shot and I started sighting in and, and, and hoping I mm -hmm. was getting close, you know, that's got nothing on Chris Matthews again and his, you know, oh, thrill up my leg, baby. That gave me a thrill up my leg. <laughs> I was like doing this. I am fired oh. up. Oh, oh uh, that, that's really funny. Well, well Gammy, I, I want to thank you for calling in. I really do appreciate it. I'm glad you got out to shoot it. Um, I'm glad I'm glad you, you got over the apprehension, and, and it looks like you're a good shot. So uh, maybe one day you'll, you'll put it to use in some way. Well, let me tell you one thing before we hang up. You, you know that sure. there are medical uh, – right now, I sent you some of this on the email. There's all these doctors, that one video. I'm going to send it to you again with the eight doctors, you know, mm -hmm. that are telling us one of them is front line. That one mm -hmm. video, we need to let everybody see because people are scared right now, even some of my family. And I think we need to make stuff available to people where these options are so they don't get on the ventilator and take remdesivir, but they take alternatives that will help them, protocols from all the frontline doctors. We even have them here, yeah. you know, in Colorado. Every state has them. We need to get more info to people so they can make choices, and we are in for the battle of our lives, Max. If we're going to fight this mess, you know, with forced shots of a, you know how I feel about it, the bioweapon yeah. crap. But I mean, we are being forced and people are dying from just this. And I think, you know, Joe keeps talking about the hill on which we will go, you know, die on yeah. or find across. Well, I don't own any of those. I borrowed them all. But I'll tell you what, if they come across the ocean to attack us, they're going to have to go through me, too, because yeah. I'm not letting my family, you, your kids, all these, all you young people. Well, you know what? You're young. You need to live. But us old people, we're going to get on the front line and tell them how to cut a yeah. bad hog. We ain't putting up well, with well, this mess. Well, they the old saying, the old saying from World War II, it's been attributed to Yamamoto, was that he didn't want to invade the United States because there would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Gammy, I'm confident to say that if anyone ever tried to invade Colorado, there would be a machete behind every blade of grass. Thank you so much for calling in, Gammy. You bet. Love y'all. Behave. Right, have a great weekend. 888-441-1121 is our number. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network. If you... <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about about milking the skunk. <laughs> I don't really know how that how that happens. Air Medicare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer from a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital, maybe because you're milking a skunk. <laughs> Anyone who's ever gone to a hospital by ambulance, you know how expensive it is, and you know your insurance won't cover it. Well, make sure you sign up with Air Medicare Network because if you go by helicopter, it's it's a lot more expensive. And yes, your insurance doesn't cover it. But when you join Air, Air Med Care Network for $85 for one year, you don't have to pay one cent 
if you need to be airlifted to a hospital, as long as you're flown by AMCM provider. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you're going to get up to $50 back in the form of an e-gift card. Again, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So again, 888-441-1121 is our number. It's really crazy um, seeing seeing what the Democrats are, are are how they denied it. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. Uh, maybe maybe we'll just do a little bit of a of Twitter with TikiGate. Oh no, it's the wrong one. Uh, the Democrats tried to deny that they had anything to do with TikiGate. Again, anyone just joining? <laughs> apparently, they sent a bunch of leftists to a. Uh, <laughs> To a Yunkin event. It's too stupid even to talk about, including a black man to pose as white supremacist. Go ahead and uh, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Let's go through some of these tweets. The top. Oh, yeah, Terry McAuliffe's. So, yeah, they, they identified her. This one, I don't think this one's right. I don't think that one of Terry McAuliffe's right-hand men, I don't think that's the same person. I don't think that guy is the same as that guy. I think that they are different. I don't think they're the same guy. Um... Yeah, Lincoln Project. <laughs> it just, I mean, th- this picture. Who thought this was a good idea? Oh, get out of here. Who thought this was a good idea that this is a good way to, I mean, it's completely backfiring on them. It's completely backfiring. And this is the same with everything. When Whenever Democrats talk about race, it's manufactured. Yeah, there are racists out there, but you know what? They are not running society. They are not in positions of power. They don't have control over other people's lives. They've been relegated to the dregs of society, the where they belong. Like, I've never seen any racism in any conservative event. And if if anyone ever shouted out any slurs, they'd be kicked out immediately. No, the only real racists are the Democrats trying to stoke racial fears. That's how you know, again, title of today's podcast, they are afraid. They wouldn't be sending black men to pose as white supremacists if they were not afraid. They're afraid of losing the governor's mansion in Virginia. They're afraid of losing the school board control. We're going to play some clips in a little bit. It's Friday. Let's get weird. Some weird liberal clips, including I think I have one that's actually a teacher. You got to take down my screen. They're they're afraid because they're going to lose their power. They never thought this. they, They thought that they owned Virginia forever. The demographic changes. More Democrats moving into Northern Virginia. They thought they was done. The fact that the polls are even this close shows that they kind of overplayed their hand a bit. Well, let's go ahead and play those. Let's go ahead and play those. Some of these clips, I think they're funny. This one, I, I like going to the libs of TikTok Twitter handle. And I also follow a lot of liberals on, on TikTok just to try and consume the content just to see what the hell's going on on the other side. Sometimes I'm worse for it. But let's go ahead and play this. Let's, let's, let's start with Mr. Producer cut number 15. This woman listing all of her pronouns. Let's play cut. I'm Cody. Pronouns E, M, R, R's, or Z, 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 or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z, her, hers. I am a white, transmasculine, femme, non-binary, temporarily, mostly able-bodied, neurodivergent, obsessive, compulsive, chronically ill, culturally Jewish, unitarian, universalist, non-monogamous, demi-low romantic, gray demi-bisexual, survivor of acute and complex trauma, millennial, and cat parent. The temporarily mostly able-bodied. 
what does temporarily mostly able-bodied mean? I mean, you can't actually, like, try and dissect that. We'll play it again. Let's see if everyone everyone can catch all the different ones. I thought it was a joke. I don't know. I, I, it's, I thought it was a joke. It's like that Ron Burgundy line. I thought was, I wrote in my diary. It's a funny joke. I thought it was, it was a joke. But no, this, this person, I don't even know if it's a woman. I can't even tell anymore. I can't even tell. That's like, it's like the joke that's been going around lately. Like 20 years ago, you had Wonder Woman. Now you wonder if it's a woman. But I don't know. Cody, I don't know if Cody's a woman. I can't tell. I hate this. Let's play it again. See if you can catch all the pronouns. Cut 15. Mental health recovery. I'm Cody. Pronouns E-M, er, er's, or Z-Zen's, or Z-Z's, or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z, her, hers. I pause it. Pause it. Pause it. White, transmasculine, femme, non-binary. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. She basically, again, I don't know if it's she. I can't tell. They said that they'll take any pronoun except for four. That's not how it works. There's like hundreds of these freaking pronouns. And then they're all made up. And this person, they, like, yeah, I'll take any pronoun except for these four. Gammy Sparkles says she spit out her drink. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't take any more sips because I got like three or four more of these clips. Let's go back and play the, the rest of it. Temporarily mostly able-bodied, neurodivergent, obsessive-compulsive, chronically ill, culturally Jewish, unitarian universalist, non-monogamous, demi-low-romantic, gray demi-bisexual, survivor of acute and complex trauma, millennial, and cat parent in mental health recovery. Chronically ill? What does that even I, mean? Every time <laughs> I think I, I've, I've like digested all of it, I feel like I need to watch it again because I saw something out of the corner of my eye. Gray demisexual? What the hell is that? What the hell is this? And she ends it with cat like, parrot, which is hilarious. And yeah, cat, cat parrot. parrot. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Jerry Seinfeld. Like, what the hell? What is this? <laughs> Chronically ill, culturally Jewish. <laughs> I mean, is is this the new way to introduce yourself? And cat parrot, and and recovering. In mental health recovery, yes. Yeah, you can't forget that. In mental health recovery, chronically ill. Maybe we'll play it again. I, I got to digest that a little bit. We'll play it again later. Got to digest it a little bit. <laughs> but I got more. I got more. This guy is asked the question that I just asked. What is a woman? And I want you guys to, to see if maybe he helps us reach the answer. Let's play cut 13. Hi, everybody. I have a question. What is a woman? <laughs> it should be a very simple question to answer. What is it. a woman? Until that can be answered, how can we have a discussion it. about trans issues, biological women oh. issues, things like that? Can anybody just give <laughs> a definition of what a woman is? Please. Please, someone give him the definition. Please, someone give him the definition. I'm sorry. <laughs> I lose it. I lose it when he comes on screen. He's like, what is a woman? <laughs> oh, come on. Someone teach him. Someone explain. <laughs> it's the chromosomes. It ain't you. That's for sure. It ain't you. <laughs> he has a beard. He's a great.
graying beard. Like, come on. And that's why I see these videos I'm like that has to be fake. That can't be real. Let's play that again. Let's play it again. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I have a question. What is a woman? It should be a very simple question to answer. Yes. What it should be is simple. a woman? Until that can be answered, how could we have a discussion about trans issues, biological what? women issues, things like that? Can anybody just give a definition of what a woman is? That's oh, her hair oh, is lovely. <laughs> you see, you fell the trap. You said her. I fall into that trap sometimes too. Like, come on. What? What is a woman? XX chromosomes. Two X chromosomes. Let's start there. <laughs> Someone tell me what a woman is. It ain't you. It ain't you, buddy. No way, no how. This one, this one has some copyrighted music in it. So I'm going to preface this by saying, I think that when this song, True Colors, was written, I think that while they didn't know it would be used in this manner, I think that the video you're about to see, the choreography to True Colors, is it's what the the songwriters would have would have wanted. I, I hope you're ready for this. This is weird. This is a weird Friday. These Fridays are getting weird. Let's play cut number fourteen. But I see your true colors shine. What is that? What is it? I spent the entire time trying to figure out what the hell that is. That's a chubby woman dressed as a mermaid in a very shallow fish tank with a gay pride flag. I don't, what does this mean? What does it mean? How does someone create that and say, not only is this worth her time, but it's worth sharing? <laughs> I, I feel like Jerry Seinfeld, what does it mean? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I played that so that I hope maybe you guys would know. <laughs> it's just so random. Ugh. I'll see if I can pull up a couple other ones, but uh, liberals are crazy. Can we just can we just say this? Yeah, <laughs> Joe says let like the radical leftists they're liars, right? He has all of those things, but can we just agree that they're they're crazy? Like th this isn't art. That's not art. Putting a, a chubby African American woman in a mermaid costume and have her fluttering the gay pride flag underwater. That's not art. Maybe it is. I don't. I don't know. I took art history. I took AP art history in high school. So maybe it changed. Uh, 888-441-1121. And if you want to comment on any of this, 888-441-1121 is our number. I'm going to try and find some more of, of these kind of weird videos. But I want to show you something actually pretty shameful. So we know that Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema has been 
and the left's trying to destroy her because she's refusing to vote for their radical spending bill. So they're following her around everywhere and just trying to ruin her life wherever she goes, including in a bathroom. Well, I believe this was relatively recently, the last couple of days, she went to a wedding and the left started protesting the wedding. And I want to watch, I want you to watch the video of the mother of the bride crying, begging them to stop protesting at her wedding because Kirsten Cinema was just there as a guest, but they're literally trying to ruin the wedding. Let's play this cut, Mr. Producer. This is cut 16. Could you just go down to the corner for an hour? Just for an Sad. Just you see how sad that is? They're protesting at a wedding. Literally trying to drown out a wedding ceremony. And the mother of the bride comes out and just says, Please, please, can you just go down just go down the, the block for an hour? And their response is throw her out. That a couple of of crazy showing up at a wedding should have the heckler's veto. That's what it's called. The heckler's veto when people make a, a big enough uh, of, of a fit that they're able to get what they want. It's, it's like the adult version of a, of a toddler's temper tantrum. They think they can show up at a wedding and, and get them to forcibly remove a sitting senator from the guest list because they don't like her. And, they're, and then they shout shame. They shout shame at the end. Wow. Okay. Well, I just sent up another one, and I, I'm, I'm. There's gonna be more of these videos coming at you fast, Mr. Producer. This one, just <laughs> call the blue hair. Let's play this clip. So I've had this concept floating around in my head for a while that I'm sure you've heard of if you spend any time on this app at all because it's been going around like hotcakes, where men are afraid that women will laugh at them, while women are afraid that men will murder them. And that's got me thinking about all the encounters with men that I've had in my life, men that I trust, you know, relatives, partners, where I've held back, where I haven't spoken my full mind about something because of just how conditioned we are to fear men's anger, even if it's men that we are close to and that we love and trust and who we know love us as well. Because, you know, the majority wow. of women uh, who experience that, who are... Cut it, cut it, cut it. Imagine being so fragile 
that you go through life thinking that anyone who has a Y chromosome is just going to murder you. Uh, maybe she has some trauma in her background, and I hope she doesn't. That would be terrible. But it, it's hard to imagine any other reason that someone could come to that conclusion. Come to that conclusion. All right, I sent over another one. This woman is walking around New York in skivvies. Wants to feel beautiful. Let's play this clip. Feel good about yourself. Go out in New York City in lingerie, black lipstick, in 60 degree you weather. Amazing. Thank you so much. If anything was ever staged, out of all things, we talk about what were the most staged videos in history. Oh, you think like the moon landing, right? No, this is the most staged video in human history. When that critter is walking around in lingerie, I am sorry. I do not believe in coincidences. It is not possible for that person to be walking around in lingerie and find the only person in known existence who would look at her and say, you look amazing. That had to have been, that had to have been a setup. I'm sorry, just had to have been a setup. I don't even want to play it again. <laughs> I don't even want to play it. I kind of do, but I don't. But I kind of do. But we can't. Play it again. One more time. Feel good about yourself. Go out in New York City in lingerie, black lipstick, in 60 degree you weather. Amazing. Thank you so much. What was I saying? No, no, she's really like repulsive, but she was faking. That was a, that was made up. The critter. People saying critter. I, I, I don't want to be mean. Like every now and then words just come to my head. And I don't want to say them. <laughs> so so I'm in a there's a battle inside my head to find a different word that I can use that won't be as mean, but still kind of gives you the same message. In that situation, I, I wanted to say creature, but I said that's a little mean to call her a creature. So for whatever reason in my head, I, I arrived at critter. It's the biggest critter I've ever seen, that's for sure. <laughs> biggest varmint that might be in existence. <laughs> oh, man. It's one of those days. It's one of those. I, I know the country's going to hell. I get it. And, and we could talk about a million things. But sometimes, late on these Friday evenings, sometimes it's good just to be able to laugh, right? Sometimes it's just it's good just to be able to laugh at the left because they are very funny. And, and that's something that they'll never be able to do. They'll never be able to have a sense of humor. They'll never be able to actually look at themselves in the mirror and say, wow, maybe, maybe it is kind of funny for me to walk around in my lingerie and then just pretend that, that someone said I was beautiful for doing it. They'll never, they'll never get it. Um, they'll, they'll never be able to laugh because to them, they, they don't have a sense of humor. It, it, it's obvious. You look at the rankings for late night television and you see Greg Gutfeld is blowing away late night hosts. And he's on Fox only a couple nights a week. No, they, they have no sense of humor. <laughs> People saying that they like the, the, the critter word. Someone said the Yingling won. Not possible. I just had one beer and I haven't even really even started my second one. Yingling didn't win. It's just been a long week. It's been a very long week. Well, we've talked this week about teachers, teachers unions, about school boards, what they're teaching your kids. We haven't done a whole lot talking about who the teachers are. And this woman, again, I think it's a woman. I don't know. 
I don't know anymore. It's hard. This woman apparently is a teacher. And I want you to see how this woman is indoctrinating kids to talk about issues about gender. I'm going to send this over to you, Mr. Producer, right now. Sorry, I thought I'd sent it. It was just sitting as a draft. If you can download that and just and just cue it up. It's uh, it's crazy. Listen, I could, we could go for hours on these videos. And, and they are 100% serious. The left is 100% serious about this crap. They are serious about this. They don't think it's funny. It's not a joke. Yeah, let's go ahead and play this. This is the first one. I have another one of, of this person too. Let's play this one. So I came out to my school as non-binary back in May, and now we're back at the beginning of the school year, and things have been rough. But there are moments like this past Friday that make my job worth it. I've been working in the library for the past few weeks as a specialist teacher because we don't have our teacher yet. And a week ago or so, my student, one of my students called me like, yes, ma'am. And I said what I usually say, which is, I'm not a ma'am, but I appreciate the sentiment. Now, they were all confused because they didn't know what to call me. And I didn't have really an answer for them at the time. I was just like, honestly, you don't have to use anything. I honestly, I don't really know. Then this past Friday, I had them again. And one of the students raised their hand and was like, last week you said we couldn't call you ma'am, so what should we call you? And I had a thought. Critter. In a moment decision, I looked at my kids and I said, you know what, you can call me captain, because that'd be funny. She identifies as captain? There's now a solid at least 10 fifth grade boys who are now calling me Captain K. If, if you need a word to go by, I guess critter is, is, is as good of a pronoun as any. I thought that I grabbed a different one, but this is the same person talking about how they teach their kids about issues of gender. So let's play this next one that I just sent over. Yeah, I mean, who gets insulted on using the word ma'am? It's like, I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm not a ma'am. See, again, I don't know. You can't just look and, and see anymore. So confusing. Let's play this next clip. I just sent it over to you, Mr. Producer. Captain Critter. Uh, she Hi, it's International Pronouns Day. I'm a non-binary elementary school teacher, so here's how I talk to my students about pronouns and such. Hi, my name is Mix K. It's Mix. So kind of like... Wait, wait, wait. Mix Pause it. Or mixing bowl. That sort of thing. This is what they, she's teaching to kindergartners. She's going to go through kindergarten and show first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and up. She's teaching kindergartners that instead of calling her Mr. or Miss, that her preferred greeting is Mix. M-X. She goes by Mix. That is far too close to my name for comfort. Critter, you're going to have to take about five steps back and pick a different salutation. You're no, you're, you can't get anywhere near M-A-X. No. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. Find a different one. It's too close for comfort. I don't like that we are one vowel away from you claiming my name as your pronoun. Let's play it again. Hi, it's International Pronouns Day. I'm a non-binary elementary school teacher, so here's how I talk to my students about pronouns and such. Hi, my name is Mix K. It's Mix. So kind of like cookie mix or mixing bowl, that sort of thing. That's how it's pronounced. That is my name. That is the name that I'm comfortable with. It is the name that makes me happy, and I would like it if you referred to me as such. 
See, I'm not a Mr. or a Miss, so I go by Mix because that's what makes me happy. Now, you have a name that you like to be called other than the name that's on the paper, right? It's the same thing for me. I have a name that I prefer to be called, and that's the one that you're going to use for me, okay? Now, I don't consider myself to be a boy or a girl. I just see myself as a person. So that's why I go by Mix. So I'm actually non-binary. I'm not really comfortable with feminine terms being used for me. If you can find some alternatives, that would be great. My pronouns are they, them, and she, her. Thank you so much for asking. What are yours? Talking about gender is not something that's out of the realm for children. Honestly, cut it, cut it. The most cut understanding it. people when it comes to Cut it. Oh my goodness. It's too close for comfort. I, I am like legitimately upset that they have taken my name, removed the A, and made it like their little transgender salutation. No, too close for comfort. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't want to be associated with it. I feel like it is defamatory that someone could even remotely confuse my first name for <laughs> transgender greeting. Oh, and that's what they're teaching the kids. That's what she's admitting that she teaches to the kids. That's how she explains it to them. Like, oh, well, you like being called a nickname. This is kind of like that. No, you just invented something out of thin air. Like, if, if someone says, like, oh, I have a nickname, you will call me the nickname. That's not the same as saying, yeah, I don't believe in Mr. or Miss or Mrs., so you're going to call me Mix. It's insane. It's insane. Oh, this is too much. This is too much. <laughs> Uh, 888441. It's too late. I don't think we can get any calls and the show's almost over. But uh, next week, you got to call in. We need to have more calls. Luckily, I had enough clips to fill the episode. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I, 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 I can't do it. Go to Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok on Twitter. and You can find them all or go to TikTok. I mean, I, I see these videos and there's a TikTok trend where there was a woman on Family Feud, and right before she went to the final round, she started saying, holy spirit, activate. That's how I feel when I watch these videos. Holy spirit, activate. Like, Jesus, come back now. Like, we need we need Christ. Like, I'm ready for the second coming. Uh, come on. Uh, let's get this Let's get this going. We, we can't live like this. Holy spirit, activate. <sighs> Go to Libs of TikTok if you want to watch it. They have, they have tons of videos of just insanity. And it never ends. It never ends because this is what liberalism is. Auntie says that I don't do China TikTok. Yeah, that's why you can go to Twitter. And the Twitter account is called Libs of TikTok. L-I-B-S of TikTok. And they basically take the TikTok videos, post them to Twitter. So you don't have to, you don't have to go on TikTok to watch them. Holy spirit, activate. <laughs> Well, I, I think we should end this before I find something that something else that disturbs me. I hope I didn't ruin your guys' evenings. Uh, <laughs> listen, liberals are weird, and we gotta laugh at them. Yeah, they're they're destroying the country, hundred percent, hundred percent. They're destroying the country. They're trying to literally indoctrinate your children. But do you know how you win? One of the ways you can win the fight is through humor. You see, they are so. What's the word? They're. They're so insecure, which, listen, if you were going around telling people, call me Mix, Mix K, yeah, you, I'd be insecure too, if that was like what I was going with, if that was my thing, 
Like, oh, what's your thing? My thing is going to be MX. I'd be insecure too. But they can't take a joke and they refuse to be the butt of the joke. But you'll see, I mean, Dave Chappelle, I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle stuff. And yeah, he does, he says a lot, of, a lot of really crude stuff, um, a lot of really racist stuff sometimes too. But he's really good at, at taking the stuff that people are uncomfortable about and kind of making them laugh at how society has made them uncomfortable about it. Like go back and watch Sticks and Stones, his, his bit about the LGBT movement all inside of a vehicle and how the L, the G, and the B, they all hate the T's. It's hilarious. You got to defeat it with laughter. You got to defeat it with laughter. And we got to defeat it other ways, true. But if we can't laugh about it, at least. Like, I'm not going to let the liberals, the left, Democrats, whatever you want to call them, I'm not going to let them take my sense of humor. Right? I refuse to let them do that. I will be laughing until the day I die, and that is a promise. Because if, if, if I stop being able to laugh about things, then they've won. And then the terrorists went. So yeah, every now and then we're gonna do we're gonna do a uh, a game like this. People saying I'm drunk, I'm drunk in the comment. They're drunk in the comment section. I should have been drinking faster. <laughs> it's hard to drink a lot when you, when I have to talk the whole time. But we have we have to laugh. We have to maintain our sense of humor. We have to make fun of them when we can make fun of them. And because when you make fun of the left, you show how absurd it is. How absurd it is to have a chubby black woman dressed as a mermaid waving a gay pride flag in a very shallow aquarium and calling it art. Now that's not art. That's probably a crime in some states. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta be able to laugh at it. You gotta be able to mock it. And you gotta be able to make people recognize how stupid it is that they've been forced to stay st silent on this stuff because that is how you defeat it. People are going through their life staying silent. They meet someone and say, oh yeah, I don't go by Mr. or Miss. My name is Mix. And they're afraid to laugh. They're afraid to just bust a gut and laugh at them because there'll be repercussions. We have to be able to show them that, no, this lunacy, there's a little bit of humor to it. And when you make fun of it, when you real recognize and, and show how insane it is, it's much easier to defeat that way. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. I recommend that you go watch Libs of TikTok. Spend, you, you spend a, a day on it and you wouldn't even scratch the surface. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. If you, if you haven't already, make sure you sign up for our text alerts. Text the word freedom to 89517. You get a text message before we go to air telling you what we're talking about, when when we're going to air, how and where you can watch us. So do that. Sign up for our email alerts. Just check out all the links in the description. I'm not going to go through them tonight. We, I go through them all the time. But all the links in the description are there. Make sure you subscribe everywhere you can. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet. But the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.